0: Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in Defense of Christianity written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 25 of Season 2 is entitled, Why Does God Allow Satan to Tempt Us?
1: To understand God, we must understand Lucifer, for only in opposites can we know anything. Who was Lucifer and where did he come in? To understand Lucifer, of course, we must understand Christ.
0: Christians differ on many issues, but the central issue is that Christ is the Son of God, the Savior and Redeemer and Creator of man and of the world, and the model for all Christian behavior. It was Christ who said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free.
1: Jesus Christ is the only one who had an immortal father and immortal mother. He was God in heaven and he was God on earth and he is our God forever. There will never be a time when he will not be our Lord and our Savior. We can only assume that Christ was the oldest spirit child of our Father in heaven. When Christ was born on earth, he had a veil drawn over his mind, just as we all do. Luke tells us, and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him.
0: However, Christ was advanced far beyond us, in fact he was also omnipotent and omniscient that is the great condescension of god isn't it that he would come to earth subject himself to the enticements of satan and take upon him the attributes of mortal man
1: from the beginning he was given to us as the model to follow his role to become the redeemer and savior of the world was ordained in heaven before earth was created He offered Himself to be a sacrifice for our sins to satisfy the Law of Justice. That was necessary only because for us to become like God, the fall was necessary. Even Christ came to earth and allowed Himself to be tempted by Satan. What sets Christ apart is that He never once gave in to sin. He lived the Law of Justice perfectly. That for us is incomprehensible.
0: Christ and Satan are both children of the same Eternal Father in Heaven, making them brothers. In fact, we are all children of the same eternal Father in heaven, making us all brothers and sisters.
1: What separates Christ and Lucifer is that Christ remained faithful to God in all things and elected to carry out the Father's will regarding man. Lucifer rebelled against God and was thus cast out of heaven. Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven.
0: Isaiah records, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness, and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of the prisoners? All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory, every one in his own house. But thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, and as the remnant of those that are slain thrust through with the sword, that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden under feet. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of evildoers shall never be renowned. Isaiah fourteen, twelve 12-20
1: we can only conclude that Lucifer, a son of the morning, once an angel of light, had great power in heaven. John the Revelator records, And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads, and his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born.
0: Lucifer is referred to as another wonder in heaven. He is a great red dragon. The seven heads, ten horns, and seven crowns of his head represent great power and authority. He was so powerful that his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. In Job, all the spirits in heaven were referred to as morning stars. The Lord speaking to Job said, Where was thou? When I laid the foundations of the earth when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy job 38 4 through 7
1: it was lucifer who led the war in heaven as recorded by john the revelator and there was war in heaven michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not neither was their place found any more in heaven And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him.
0: Lucifer, a noble title in heaven, became Satan. He continued the war against the children of God on earth. Again John the Revelator records, And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of God and have a testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation twelve seventeen.
1: Michael, the archangel, led the war against Lucifer in heaven. John the Revelator tells us how the battle against Lucifer was won in heaven and how it will be won on earth. He said, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death.
0: Satan is not more powerful than God. In fact, Satan is not remotely as powerful as God. However, he is vastly more powerful than we are. Christ and Satan differ from each other in obedience to God. Though children of God, we differ from Christ and Satan in power. Even in heaven, Christ was omniscient and omnipotent. Remember that he didn't lead the battle against Lucifer in heaven. Michael did. Christ did not want to impose His power over us. He wanted us to have a choice. It can only be supposed that Christ and the Holy Ghost operated in battle against Lucifer in heaven just as they operated in the battle against Satan on earth by remaining invisible, by granting us agency. Agency is primary with God. Everything is about maintaining agency. Even the war in heaven was over agency.
1: Only through the atoning blood of Christ can the battle against Satan be won. The sword of his mouth refers to the Holy Scriptures or the word of God. It is a spiritual battle, not a physical one. It was the same in heaven. Agency was preserved in heaven just as it is preserved on earth. People have a choice whether to follow Christ or to follow Satan. It will be so until the day of judgment. After that, Satan will be bound forever. John gave us the warning, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time.
0: Christ is the perfect model for good. Satan is the perfect model for evil. Christ represents truth. Satan represents lies. Christ represents freedom. Satan represents captivity. Christ represents joy. Satan represents misery. Christ represents law and order. Satan represents lawlessness and disorder. One is the opposite of the other. That gives us agency. We are enticed by Christ to do good. We are enticed by Satan to do evil, thus giving us a choice.
1: The idea that God created evil or created the devil is a malicious falsehood promoted by Lucifer. God created law which gives order to the universe. Evil is the violation of law which brings chaos to the universe. Everything has its opposite, without which there could be no life and no free will. God created Lucifer. Lucifer creates Satan by violating law and by rebelling against God.
0: It follows that Lucifer, who was referred to as a son of the morning in the Bible, was also an angel of tremendous power in the presence of God. Perhaps he was a God second to Christ in importance. But Lucifer became Satan only after he rebelled against God. God created Lucifer in the same way he created us, but God did not create Satan. Lucifer created Satan, or rather, he became Satan, a fallen angel, by openly rebelling against God, defying his laws, rejecting his plan, and leading other spirit children of God to rebel with him. Satan didn't create evil. He gave in to evil by becoming a law unto himself until he embodied all evil. Evil is not an inherent quality. No one is born evil. That is Hollywood hyperbole. All are born innocent. Evil is a willful act of rebellion against the laws of God. Lucifer rebelled against God's plan. It was the plan of God to create earth for man and give him agency. Using the same measures on earth as he used in the war in heaven, Satan... Used lies and deceit to fool the children of God into following Him, Paul informs us, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen.
1: On earth, Satan's entire goal is to destroy our agency and make us slaves to his power. That was his goal in heaven, as Isaiah said, "For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven." I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High.
0: He had to have been very persuasive to draw a third part of the hosts of heaven after him in his rebellion against Christ. Lucifer was the first and the last Antichrist. The great sin of Lucifer is that he denies God even in the presence of God. That is why he is called a son of perdition. What is it that caused the majority to follow Christ and a third part to follow Lucifer? It can only be explained by assuming two plans were offered to save us. We can easily see what those plans were by what we experience on earth. Everything Christ does is to make us free. Everything that Satan does is to bring us into captivity. Christ made us responsible for our own behavior. Lucifer would force us all to obey him. In other words, he would force us to obey the law and give up our agency so that he could become our God. Isn't that what Satan is doing on earth? Trying to force us to give up our agency and to worship him.
1: We must understand that even from the beginning, considering the war in heaven, that Satan poses no threat to God, God allows Satan to exercise his power in order to give man his agency. Agency came with knowledge of good and evil and the ability to exercise that knowledge.
0: When Satan is of no more use, he will be bound, first during the millennium. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed a little season. Revelation 20.
1: And then forever... And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever
0: the only reason satan is allowed to exercise his power is to give us our agency to be enticed by christ or satan only one choice is no choice
1: that means that free will existed even in the kingdom of god Before the creation of the earth, an agency began when two plans were presented, one by the Father and the other by Lucifer. Christ chose to follow his Father's plan. The Father's plan was to preserve our agency. That is why Christ offered to sacrifice his life for us. He would satisfy the law of justice. The only way that he could satisfy the law of justice was by obeying the law of justice perfectly.
0: Christ obeyed the Father in two ways. Primarily, he obeyed all the commandments of God. Paul said, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Hebrew 4.15
1: Next, because Christ was perfect, he was able to become the sacrificial lamb and atone for our sins. He gave his life for us that we might have our agency, repent of our sins, and look to Christ for salvation. Because of Christ, God could be both just and merciful. He is just because the law of justice is never broken. He is merciful because Christ atoned for our sins. That was the only way that agency could be preserved. Without the atonement of Christ, Satan would be the Lord and master of us all. None of us could return to God.
0: Just to understand Christ, we must understand Satan. To understand Satan, we must understand Christ. Christ did more than pay for our sins he allowed himself to become tempted that he might understand our temptations. Paul tells us, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. Hebrew two seventeen through 18
1: Everything that we suffer, Christ also suffered, thus giving him empathy. I quote from Matthew 4, 1-11. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. It may be surprising to some that the Savior of the world was actually tempted. Too often we read those verses and assume that Jesus simply brushed them off. Temptations can only come because a desire exists. Notice the three classes of temptations Christ faced. First, after fasting for forty days, Satan tempted him with food. It wasn't just that he offered Christ food. He tempted Christ to demonstrate his power to command the stones to turn to bread. It was a real temptation, but it was a misuse of his priesthood. Later, when he turned the water to wine or the loaves and fishes to a feast for the 5,000, he committed no sin, for he did it to show the power of God, not for his own aggrandizement and satisfaction. Second, Satan set him on the pinnacle of the temple and tempted him to cast himself down and be saved miraculously. Again, he would be using the priesthood for personal gain. That was a sin. Third, Satan took him upon a high mountain and offered him all the wealth of the world. It was a real temptation, which Christ resisted. It is those same temptations that we experience. Christ understands them because he experienced them himself. His empathy for us is the reason he sacrificed his life for us. Though we should never deliberately place ourselves in the path of temptation, lest in our pride it overtake us. However, it is not the temptation that is the sin. It is given into the temptation that is the sin. Christ never gave into temptation.
0: That is why God placed all judgment into Christ's hands. For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son.
1: All those who followed Christ in the war in heaven and fought with Michael were allowed to come to earth and gain a physical body. All those who followed Lucifer were cast out of heaven and will never be given a physical body. From that day forward, their eternal progression ceased, for they will ever fight against God. That is what a son of perdition is, one who fights against God, continually knowing that he is God. The scriptures say, the devils also believe and tremble.
0: On earth, Satan is still Antichrist. He wants all mankind to be Antichrist. He still wants to control us and take away our freedom. He is cunning. He imitates religion. He is a chameleon. He gains more converts by wearing the robes of the priesthood than by wearing the armor of rebellion. However, Satan cannot force us to sin. There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. First Corinthians ten thirteen. 13.
1: Therefore he does the next best thing. He entices us to sin by making good look evil, and evil look good.
0: We sometimes think of evil as some abstraction. Satan gave a face to evil, but evil itself is violation of the laws of God. The purpose of all laws of God is to set us free. And allow us to reach our godlike potential. Law represents perfect order. Evil represents perfect chaos. Law represents freedom. Evil represents captivity. Law represents perfect justice. Evil represents injustice. Satan symbolized the end of the progression of man. Satan does not create anything. His entire purpose is to destroy the creations of God. Satan has no power over God. That is why he focuses on man. Satan is permitted to tempt man only because that is the only way we can have free will and agency. If you only have one choice, you have no choice. If Adam and Eve had stayed in the Garden of Eden, they never would have progressed. One day would be like the next, forever.
1: Mortality is the shortest part of our eternal journey. Geologically, it is barely measurable. Imagine how small it is compared to eternity. Yet is there a time more important in our lives? Earth is the hinge upon which eternity swings. Of all of God's creations, men and women are the most unique. We are the only ones created in the image of God. We are the only ones with the potential to become like God.
0: Intelligence is made of light and truth. The more we increase in truth and light, the more we increase in intelligence. The more we increase in intelligence, the more we become like God, who is the highest intelligence of all. Intelligence comes by obedience to the laws of God. We were sent to earth that we may have experience, and through experience that we may know the truth. What in heaven was merely an abstraction, on earth became a deadly distraction. Not only must we know the truth, but we must also continually repent of our sins and obey the truth. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.
1: In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.